Coasters. Welcome back to East Coast DNA. Today with us we have Chase Clark. Hey Chase, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you guys doing on this fine wet evening? I am soaked. I went to get groceries and <laughs> yeah. my clothes are still wet. Like I, I running from the car to the house. So it was brutal. Yeah. I chose this as the stay in and get caught up on stuff day. I'll check the forecast out. So <laughs> yeah. need to rest up for the ECMAs. Did it rain oh, yeah. there though or was it just windy there? There's I it. didn't even look out the window here. Oh no, you would have heard it. If it was, it was rain like it did here, you would have heard it. Uh, uh, Sobeys and Superstore, I had to go to both. And they both have buckets all over the store because there's they're both oh, leaking. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So at least the competition's flooding too. It's not just <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's spread all around. So yeah, Chase just uh, had his first solo single release, but uh Chase was introduced to me through a mutual friend uh, not too long ago. It was the calendar year. And at the time, uh, Chase, you were fronting the flakes. You were the singer for the night. Yes. So I do want to get into a little bit of your history, but I'm curious since I knew of you through the flakes and I was aware of the flakes because they had a song that was making good uh, rotation in the East coast there last year too. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long were you with them? Cause I do see that they've, they've had more than just you. Like they've had a couple oh, yeah. different singers in their history. Yeah. So they gave me the call up, I guess like around last May, last June, like around that time, like I was just finishing up the first year of school. And um, I guess a buddy of mine, he referred me to them. They just hit me up. Mm-hmm. And we just started grinding out rehearsals every week. And then because they had a tour that they really, they had lined up and they didn't want to cancel it due to some, you know, issues like with like lineup change and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so they just hit me up and then I kind of like filled in for like their summer tour. And then it turned into me like just writing with them a little bit and then getting some songs together. And then we had a few shows throughout like the year after like summer like we had a show in Moncton like in I want to say November or December and um I think it was I think it was November and uh and then we had a show the the show you went to yeah. at uh, the bus stop theater and uh and that was it was pretty fun it was a like I, I felt like it was, it was a good experience because um Adam and Kyle they they were already so tight playing together for years and you know, it was it was a good experience just kind of hopping on and just being able to ride with them a little bit. And so you mentioned uh, just finishing up your first year of school. So going back even a little bit further than that, obviously you got a little bit of music in your blood because you were taking music program as well. Uh-huh. So where does the origins of your music come from? Is it something that's been with you since childhood or is it something you picked up as a teenager so i guess like growing up i always want like whenever i'd hear a song i liked i always envisioned myself like kind of singing that song on stage but it never it never really went past that and you know that today making dinner with uh, some paradise (laughs) yeah Yeah. i was axel for a whole six minutes (laughs) (laughs) exactly Yeah. yeah and um and you know my my family they would always like kind of give me the nudge like just like getting me a guitar or whatever just saying hey you know you should learn something extracurricular but I I never really like stuck with anything because around when I was like like kind of like a preteen teenager I was like a heavy basketball player and I was just I was all about that and then by the time I was like 15 I just kind of 
something just clicked in me and uh and then my um when uh my nanny's ex-boyfriend uh he gave me a telecaster to just start playing and then it kind of just went from there and then oh, i just that's good to get to shout out there anyway <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah oh, yeah no um yeah just like my family just kind of nurtured it along the way as much as they could and i just been going from there ever since i guess and where's this family originally from are you all nova scotia based originally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay i was making the assumption and I realized like i can't make that assumption just based on the fact that he went to school here for a little bit <laughs> yeah. could be from anywhere. oh yeah spryfield shout out oh, oh, yeah. perfect. <laughs> i love spryfield man like, i'm a paramedic well yeah, oh, yeah nice. a paramedic and i've been in spryfield a lot and you got a bad rap man yeah <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. the people there everyone wants to help everyone oh yeah it's, it. it's it's a really it's a community it's a tight mm -hmm. community and we really don't have this anymore so i find yeah. Spotify is like one of those last really tight communities for sure i wouldn't yeah, i wouldn't fuck with anyone but uh <laughs> yeah, that's part of the tight community thing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's why when chase said he wanted to come on i'm like absolutely bad I'm not yeah. messing around with that. <laughs> I was like, no, you have all Sprite pulled out for me. <laughs> so those musical influences, like especially the singing, uh, obviously you were multifaceted, and we'll get into that in a minute too, because mm -hmm. you already mentioned guitar, but I know that you're quite well-rounded as a musician. Mm -hmm. But your vocals now in the circles of the music scene where you're performing, I don't know if anyone else is sharing what I have to say, but your range when you get up to your higher range you start to get sounding an awful lot like the notes that people cannot hit by axel rose which is amazing <laughs> like is guns and roses mixed in there at all and we have to ask because andrew's a huge gnr fan uh, axel rose cannot hit those notes that axel rose can hit either. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so funny enough like i guess like growing up i would always hear guns and roses and mm -hmm. I, I just it's music to vibe with yeah but sure. I, I, ne I never really saw them as an influence like i guess when you're when you're talking about like the the higher range like yeah, yeah 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 like i guess it comes down to like guys like chris cornell or like sure. robert plant or even james brown like he's, he's been a huge influence for me oh. just on but you named level. you named two of my favorite singers right off there mm -hmm. so maybe that's what i'm picking up on today so. <laughs> yeah so you also have uh, an influence in there that's, and maybe more so with uh, the single that's out now, but mm -hmm. we'll hear at the end of the episode. But there's like an 80s kind of vibe going on with your music. That's, oh, yeah. It's not really a, a new wave type sound. It's mm -hmm. almost like a post new wave sound. Mm -hmm. like I can almost hear a little bit of like maybe Billy Idol in there a little <laughs> bit. Like, oh, yeah. It's just, it's a weird combination of even though if you were older i'd be like oh it's what he grew up with mm -hmm. it's it's a weird combination of a couple eras to be mm -hmm. mixing together i can't huge fan of the wedding singer <laughs> that's where he got it from <laughs> yeah yeah don't touch billy <laughs> <laughs> no yeah billy billy idol he's kind of the main guy that hit him and the weekend those mm -hmm. were the two guys that kind of that kind of made it click for me that this is what I wanted to do. And this is like just hearing those sounds, like those synths and just yeah. their songwriting, that moody feel they kind of give that just like mesmerized me from the moment I heard it. And I just wanted to 
kind of channel that through my songwriting, I guess. And so for the single, is that you performing all the instruments as well? Or did you collaborate with other people to finish that? Yeah. So like I obviously I sang, I play guitar and all the synth I like kind of wrote and performed as well. But right. like Corey LaRue, I worked on him with the track and he kind of did like all the programming and like he would like sometimes I just tell him the chords and he'd lay them down and like he got all the drum sounds and everything. So Corey, he, he, Corey's making the rounds lately. It dude, was la- last year. Everybody that I talked to was like, I got a new single that was produced by Classified. And now everyone's like, I'm working with Corey LaRue. So, I mean, it's a short list. Yeah. But I know there's good stuff coming. And mm-hmm. Corey, I guess for anyone that doesn't know from the podcast, uh, he was working with Neon Dreams back mm-hmm. before when they were more than two people. Mm-hmm. So that predates our podcast, but uh, yeah, I'm hearing Corey's name all the time. So I mean, oh, just, he's the name association's great. Yeah, no, Corey's amazing. He's so fast and so like just on it, and he's just a, he's just some he's a personable guy. He's really funny too, and yeah, it's it was really fun working on that song with him. And maybe you can get uh, him to check out Andrew's solo synth project that he has <laughs> yeah for sure there sometime too. <laughs> Put, My, him, put him on the list. I was driving to work the other day and I just had like a random on YouTube music playing. And uh, my own song came on. I'm like, this sounds real familiar. And then like 20 seconds, <laughs> I was like, ah, this is mine. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of weird to hear my own stuff playing through there. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when you're playing with other bands, are, mm-hmm. you, are you usually just singing? Because I know you're also performing with Acid Wash now as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of. I kind of kickstarted things with Acid Wash like last year, last February. Uh, in our first school year, like me and some of the boys in the program, like the Liams, and uh, we had a former guitar player last year, but Josh was in our class too and he hopped on the train. Um, but like we kind of just, we've been through the grind together through school. Like we, we know, we all know each other's schedule, so it kind of worked perfectly for that. And uh, I, I sing and I play guitar for that as well. And uh, we all kind of just write our own songs and we bring them in and we kind of just work them all in together. And it's, I think and it's, now, uh, yeah. That's a heavier sound than what you're doing in your solo stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like we, we kind of just want to make a, like a no limits kind of thing. Like we just like to do whatever we want to do. And we we're really heavy on like the improv side of it as well. And we're, we're just trying to, just trying to do everything and see what works and see what sticks or what doesn't. The not the first being back in a corner. Okay. Oh, go ahead, Andrew. It's not the first being backed in a corner to a genre and you can't really go outside of it. So yeah, well, being exactly. able to just do whatever you want and not worry about it is a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially because all every member, I think of Acid Wash, we all like, we all make our own stuff on the side, like solo projects, whatever. We all we all have our defined voice, like like Liam Muse, like he has a lot of cool black metal crap out right now. It's not crap, I mean like in the best way. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a bunch of shitty like, black metal stuff. <laughs> 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 but like that's just like that's just him. Like he he loves making that stuff. But then when he comes to the band to write, he he's written like he's composed like Vampire Radio, which is I think is an amazing like goth song and then and then he also had this his own song that he made which is kind of like a ghost tune so he 
he he's really awesome at writing some catchy metal and then there's and then there's josh and he's just like the best guitar player i've ever seen (laughs) like and so and that and that's like seen in his in his songs that that um he's writing and he's actually has a song coming out may 5th little plug from there and um but he's just like he has all the tech riffs but he has catchy like pop songwriting combined with it so it it's it's really a great thing to hear him get his voice out there and then Liam mcneil he's just like psych rock experimental anything goes and it's it's really awesome and then whenever we just come together we just let all of that come and just meld (laughs) perfect do you think there's anything different coming out of that music program because especially the community college music programs it's constantly cranking out indie bands in the city yeah and everyone has their own sound but i've been talking to a couple of the up-and-coming bands recently on some of the episodes about like the mixture like elements of jazz seem to be in a lot of the bands that i was interviewing and they all seem to have a member or multiple members that was studying jazz at some point through one of oh, the yeah. programs. But yeah. now with yourself, you've got a few different sounds going on there. And the guys that you mentioned as well, it seems like some of the people that are coming out of the program now, there seems to be a little bit of a heavier edge to it. Like did, oh, yeah. did, did the jazz teacher move away and you get a metal head there? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Um, Jeff is still hammering it into us. And so is Tom. They're they're amazing. I think, I think because of how strong the jazz um, system was or is, just in how they teach, it's just so effective and straightforward in how to learn how to just compose or play in general. And I think jazz can be translated into any genre you want, honestly. And I, I think that from a technical standpoint. It's done wonders for all the metalheads that, that mm-hmm. are in the program right now, like for their soloing or their writing in general. And yeah, it's the collaboration part carries over oh, yeah. all the different disciplines. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, like we 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 all play, we all have a chance to play jazz through this through the school, and um, I feel like that just kind of gives us more. <laughs> gives us more confidence when we come back to what we're familiar with every time i hit a wrong note i just say it's jazz and i get away with <laughs> exactly. it exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> middle of the song jazz <laughs> yeah. so what do you think then uh going forward you have both band and solo options the mm-hmm. band seems like it's going to be like a thing that's going for a while but if you're all doing different things it's going to have to have breaks Oh yeah, for so sure. What's the focus going into the summer of 2023? I think the focus for me is um just like getting myself out there in terms of like promoting my music or like just recording my my own songs as opposed to focusing on the live aspect for the solo for the solo stuff right now. But for Acid Wash, it's just grind as much as we can whenever we can. Like whenever all of us are free, we can jam or practice or write and then you know whatever we can do to get recording done we're going to do that as well before you guys disappear behind a bunch of recording equipment is there any other live shows are coming up soon i know that you've had a few like i said i caught you at one there a few months ago and i know that the acid wash show just recently Mm -hmm. I, i know i was in the city 
and I think <laughs> you knew I was in the city. I was just yeah. at a different venue. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything that we can catch before you guys are locked yeah. down writing and recording? Yeah. So I know we have a confirmed show for May twenty eighth at uh, Gus's Pub. Awesome. Yeah, and th- that's kind of like uh, that's right after work term's over. So mm-hmm. w- once we're all um, once we're all done with gigging every day through school, we're gonna close it off with a crazy show at the end of the month. A little party and, uh, for you guys as well, then. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And um, then we might have some shows lined up for July. I think um, high October hit us up. Oh, cool. We're gonna we're gonna get some we're gonna get something going there at the goggle probably. Uh, we featured one of their singles uh, probably about a year ago now. Oh, on, nice. Uh, one of our episodes, yeah. That's awesome. I, I, I haven't actually heard that name in a while. See, some of the venues you're playing, they're not venues that I go to typically. Mm-hmm. I, I see them online and everything, but the recent flood of episodes on our YouTube channel, I haven't been spending as much time looking at other people's content. <laughs> yeah. I need, to, I need to work on that if we're going to be reporting news as well. Yeah. I, so uh, you're so I have yet to get to Gus's Pub. I've never been there yet. Oh, yeah. I almost played it, but I've never, I've never been in it. <laughs> oh, it's legendary. <laughs> yeah. I've been there, but not often, like twice, maybe ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, me and Andrew are going to have to make a trip there together someday. Oh, yeah. Uh, a, a quiet day. Yeah. It's the best place to catch a rock show for sure. Yeah. I yes. <laughs> it's always a good time, I heard. Yeah. So, Andrew, was there anything extra that you had there? On your notes or anything? I was going to ask, when you said you were given a guitar when you were like 16, what's the first song you learned? What's the first song? I think the first song I learned incomplete, like from start to finish, minus the solo, obviously, because there was no way I was going to be able to play a solo. Um, uh, Beat It by Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah? That, that, that was one of those riffs in... In like, um, I just looked online for easy songs to play on guitar, yeah. and that was one of them. Like the riff, the bound, mm-hmm. yeah. I learned that, and then I used I've to yet- start with some Van Halen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was Van Halen, wasn't it? That did that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I still have yet to learn the solo, but um, but the riff is just one of the hardest riffs ever, yeah. just in terms of how cool it sounds. Yeah. So for solo performances, would, would you have to bring a band with you or is that anything that you're even looking at? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I definitely want to have it as, as live as possible. And um, I mean, like I, I already have like a little bit of a band together right now and we, we rehearsed a little bit throughout the year with work term right now. It's been pretty impossible to get anything going, but we I do have a band and um, I want to try and make it as like um i I know harry styles is a good example i guess where a lot of his songs have electronic sounds in them but Mm -hmm. when he plays live he has like a whole band playing all the instruments and i guess i kind of want to take it that way where Mm -hmm. i want to have as many people to be able to play with me as there can be just so it's more of an authentic experience Absolutely. Well, if you take take something like Nine Inch Nails, it was all Trent Reznor doing mostly digital production, mm-hmm. mostly synth. And then when they did that Woodstock show, yeah, and live, it just if you haven't watched that set, go watch Woodstock Nine Inch Nails '94. It was fucking great. <laughs> all right, you, you know you got the right one if everyone's covered in mud. 
Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. They're, they, they were in the mosh pit before they got on stage. But mm-hmm. but they, they took full synth digital music and went mm-hmm. live with it. And it that's what made them, I think, was that show. So Yeah. Yeah. It translates really nice. Yeah. 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 So that's. You have your single uh, Alien Woman out now. Oh, yeah. And you're working oh, on more fun. to come out in the future as a full package. Anything you want to yeah, say about yeah. that song? or? Yes, uh, about Alien Woman. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess um, I worked on it with Koi. I wrote it probably in grade 12. Um, you know, it was just as as we were coming out of, like, the pandemic, kind of, like, lockdown and quarantine. And um, I just needed... I, I already wrote my first song the last, like, in grade 11. And I just wanted to push myself to write something again and then the baseline just came to me one uh one night and then i just it just went from there kind of just i had the whole vision but then it took a few months to kind of write it like the lyrics and everything but then once it came together it, it, it felt pretty good and um i'm pretty confident in what it will uh what it will do <laughs> does that make sense awesome and where can we find you online what's your preferred platform so I guess where I'm on most, where I'm most present is uh, Instagram, but I also I also use Facebook. Um, I just started using TikTok. I never I never really used that before, but um, but I just started uh, dwelling there. Yeah. So I guess if if you want to check out anything, Instagram is usually the place to be. I'm not allowed on TikTok yeah. at work anymore. They blocked us from the Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's that, yeah, China. I, know. <laughs> like, I, I noticed we use it randomly for the podcast, and I did notice that the last couple times the numbers are way down for people mm-hmm. that are actually viewing stuff. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, a lot of people are not using it around here, so like it's not being pushed anymore. Yeah, at work mm-hmm. they sent an email said that they track all your data and who knows how they're using them. Like, so does every other app on your phone. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and Google and Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Amazon hosts all the government servers that houses the information that they collect on us in the first place. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, anyways. Anyway, that's for our conspiracy so, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. On the next episode. But for now, so, this is, oh, sorry. Acid wash separately than Chase Clark for Instagram accounts or should yeah. be one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's an acid wash, acid.wash.official should be our name on Instagram. And uh, we, we put all of our, show info there for when we're playing Perfect. and you know just any other news like any sometimes we post clips of songs we're working on yeah and uh just updates yeah awesome Awesome. and we'll link those both in the show notes down below and or up above if you have your thing set up weird but they're posted down there anyway awesome uh, so this is chase clark and we're going to listen to alien woman thanks for coming on 